For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure to select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Episode 80. Woo! Yay! There we go, man. A little lackluster. I am back. It's been a minute since I've been on. And, I mean, frankly, we were actually coming off our most listened to month by all you listeners, so I don't know what that says about my absence. Guys, I looked it up. 80th anniversary is the Oak anniversary. Really? That's too bad. Yeah. Well, this is traditional British uh, culture recognizes Oak as the 80th anniversary gift. Do you, do you know what Oak? I would get? Do you know so what I get for an 80th anniversary gift for Oak? What would Bingo you king get? Size, Bingo kick size bed. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Dude, no, man. Oak Giving Oak is about giving wood. Mm. <laughs> right. Give your wife the wood. Yeah. Or After husband. 80 years, would you like <laughs> this wood? That would be interesting to see how many people have made it to uh, 80 years of marriage. It's got to be a very short list. Probably a lot of weird, sick, you know, prearranged marriage stuff. Or just old-fashioned people back, you know, getting married in the 40s and 50s at 16, 18 years old. Yeah, and then they only have to reach 95 years old. They're good to go. Let's let's not blow this before we get uh, called below deck here. Uh, it's been a while since we've uh, got the crew together here. Kyle, we've been missing you. What's been going on with you, good sir? Uh, I have just been busy raising the little one, and then I went out to California to explore submarines, obviously, <laughs> obviously. And, um, and their capabilities and looked at purchasing one for us here the ebay buyer seller backed out mm. oh. so one star on that um and what was the one star they were pretty for? pissed <laughs> yeah well they were very nice oh yeah but uh they wouldn't they weren't gonna ship it it's like dude come on I'm not <laughs> driving that shit all the way around, but maybe uh, uh, that yeah, Argentinian man. ambassador can uh, pilot it for us and uh, ship it to us. Yeah, last yes, I, last I heard, he was forgot in about him. He's almost he's almost here. Has he been walking? No, he's just been stuck in traffic mostly. <laughs> oh no, shit! Man. Yeah, took a while. He he was a part of a caravan for a while, and then <laughs> hopped off of that once he got over the border, and now he's been stuck in traffic for like the last three months. I was gonna. I was gonna mention like a, a South American caravan, but I didn't think it was topical. But if Jamie the ointment is gonna bring it up, then it's definitely topical. Yeah, I don't know. It seems to fade in and out of news stories, so <laughs> I'm not sure how topical it actually is. And I'm sorry to all our listeners who rely on me for their uh, latest news, since I am the ointment. Good God, man! Mm. Get it together. Uh, we were talking about the Joker, completely unsub-related, un but that's coming out this weekend, getting some awesome IMDb reviews. Zach has got his tickets already. You know it, XD, baby. But uh, What the hell does that mean? It means great XD. quality sound, great quality uh, picture, and um, does your seat move? Seats. 
reclining suite, like the little reclining seat, you know, like uh, looks like shut eyes and a wide open mouth. Yeah, right. and I thought that was Joker related because that's like dying laughing, basically. <laughs> dive, 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 dive. <laughs> what began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, Alex the Mustard Man, the artist formerly known as Brom, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and Zach the Backbone present Submerge. Man, we're back. We are back for week three of Brahms Movie Month. Uh, we have had the opportunity to watch uh, two uh, more contemporary films. We watched uh, X Men First Class and uh, remind me what was the other one? Oh, uh, James the Bond. World uh, is not the enough. world is not enough. Right. Uh, but we're going old school again, guys. I don't know if you were as excited about this as I was, but I, uh, I added was, this yeah. to my list because I saw it as a Frank Sinatra vessel. And more importantly, I'm a big heist movie fan. And boy, do we have a very unique and interesting heist movie queued up for you guys tonight. Oh, ben likes it's heist true. movies? I do like heist movies. I didn't know Ben likes heist movies. I do. These and uh, Nazi betrayal films uh, like Valkyrie. <laughs> Valkyrie? I liked Valkyrie. I got shit for liking Valkyrie from somebody one time. I, I enjoyed really? it as well. Uh, it's kind of an ongoing it joke. It's kind of an ongoing joke, but uh, I do actually like that movie. Yeah. I never saw it, but I was in a pop culture class in college at the time, and it was really funny because the professor was talking about you know upcoming Christmas movies. He's like, who in the hell wants to see Tom Cruise as a Nazi wearing an eye patch trying to blow up Hitler on Christmas? See, like, just saying that, know. though, Kyle, that sounds awesome. That's my kind of Christmas. <laughs> it, does, it sounds insane. <laughs> That's my kind of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it only, I thought Christmas only came once a year, though. Right. That is a world's not James enough Bond. reference. Guys, come go. on. Keep up with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. It's topical because it's two episodes ago. Yeah, that's yeah. what topical yeah. means. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, yes. ready to introduce what we watched tonight? I think so. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was also pretty excited. I, I, I feel like I'm usually the one who kind of like likes the older ones, along with Mustard Man. I feel like he's also partial to these older ones. Uh, mm -hmm. So I was particularly excited, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was old. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, uh, the Destiny 2 like relaunch or expansion or something came out, and that has uh, absorbed our mustard man for the night. Mm. Instead, we got the guy who hates uh, classic movies in the form of Zach. <laughs> you know it, right. dude. Uh, so, <laughs> Zach, why, why don't you tell us about this? Uh, the name of this movie we watched? Um, I believe this movie was assault on a queen and i need to speak here it's 2019 and this is not about physically assaulting a queen yeah, right i don't think the name of this movie would fly <laughs> in today's <laughs> in today's climate yeah no. No. Or it would but it'd be a very different film right queen elizabeth ii is frail old lady and you do not assault her okay <laughs> you can't even actually you can't you know even what? Shake her hand, apparently. 
that's insulting to Queen Elizabeth II. She's looking great. Love you. Liz. Love you, Queen Love you. B. Yeah, That's she's, she's a listener. Is somebody she's planning how to punch her in the face or something? Long, long time like, listener. Queen Elizabeth II. Reminds me of that one movie. Kyle, you're going to remember this. I don't know if anybody else will, but isn't I don't know which movie it was, but it was a movie, and this guy took picked up a shotgun and blew a hole through a wood board. But on the wood board was, um, oh, who was the face of Kyle? It was. Uh, <laughs> Shit. Shoot, I don't. I can't was, remember. Should we just so, say random faces at this point? Was it? No, 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 no. Was no. it Ed was Harris? The no? old. Um, she was very old. She did a lot of I, Helen Mirren. I, no, she was religious. Very old. Titanic. Mother lady. Teresa. Yes. Ah. But they, all right, so they shot a shotgun through a wood remember? board. Remember, there's face a huge shot. picture of her face on a wood board, and he was like, "We need to get out!" Boom, and just blew it. What? You don't remember that? You and I laughed about it. No. Hey, remember, Kyle? We oh laughed God. about that that one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. very memorable. Jokes. Let that it be time a part that of we laughed. Sunday. <laughs> All right, so we did watch. I'm gonna, try to, find it. I'm gonna okay. try to find it. Please Assault do. on a Queen. When was this made, by the way? 1966. And do you know when, like, Ocean's Eleven came out? The original? I do not know yeah. that. Let me look that up real quick. It's, Just because. Um, Jamie, it was it like four you, years, four years earlier, I think. I looked it up. Uh, yeah, because it, it, feel, it, it feels very much like yes. just like one of those follow-ups to Ocean's Eleven, where they were like, "Look, this is like big old hit uh, came out. Let's make one that's kind of like that." Because it really is very much a heist movie, collecting a bunch of people together to kind of do an impossible heist. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. There's no way they could do this heist. Um, yep, I guess in this case, though, they can't. They actually can't do the heist, but spoiler alert on that guy. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to all the listeners who were listening just the beginning of this, and then we're going to watch the movie and then come back to it. Yeah, pause the mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, then we're going to do that. That's <laughs> so what you do. You stop right now. Quit listening. Well, it's too late right this week. Now. Yeah, so True. I think the most the most prominent thing about the film is probably that it stars Old Blue Eyes himself, Frank Sinatra. That's right. That's it. Yeah. That's and the I, best part. Oh, that's the most prominent part, right? Agreed. It also, also stars Tony Verna Liesla. Yeah. Whoa. I don't think that's right. Probably not, but you know how I pronounce <laughs> things. Uh, Tony Francoisa. No, 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 no. My mon frere. It, it's Tony Franciosa, I'm pretty sure, right? Probably. I think so. Francoisa. That's what I say. <laughs> er, Raul, John. Rick Hard, Conley, <laughs> Alf, Kajelin. I uh, know none of those were right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, a bit rusty, you guys. Right, it's okay. Rusty. Probably, I mean, are they all dead now? Probably. Uh, right. Yeah, I think actually I was looking at, was it, was it this movie? I think it was this movie. And I was surprised at how every single person in it was dead. I swear to God, I, I, if you go to the, I think if you go to the Wikipedia page, you click every single person, every single person died, has, has, has already passed away. So there we go. You were right. Good call. They're all dead. <laughs> that wasn't your Zach fact, was it? <laughs> Everyone in this movie's dead. <laughs> no, it was not. That was the twist also, spoiler alert. Actually, everyone was dead. Anyways, Dude, all right, should we get Teresa into this? Thing. I've really been looking. I've get been really there. looking for this Mother Teresa thing hard, and I can't. <laughs> find it. Yeah, you, I feel like I feel like Zach, you distracted Kyle with the <laughs> random inside joke. <laughs> I want to see that scene now, really bad. 
But oh. uh, are we ready? Everyone ready for this? It's Be pretty. Ready. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting stuff. All right. Is it? So we All open. Right, dude, timer is going now. Okay. So we open up, and we're in beautiful Florida, I believe. And uh, there's a dead guy on a boat, and you're like, "Whoa, am I part of some kind of like murder mystery? Like whatever?" No. He is a diver, and a bunch of basically negligent workers have let him die, which is unfortunate. Um, OSHA should get involved. And they, they're they basically like, oh, this guy died. And the other person's like, well, fuck you guys. Like, you got to take care of your you know people. And one of the people, the, the woman, Rosa, she actually does care. And that's how you, the audience knows, oh, she's a good person, and everyone's supposed to like her. But everyone else are just complete dicks. So they're like, oh, man, we got to find another diver. Who's around? Who's a diver? Guess who it is? Oh, Blue Eyes himself. Frankie Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. Pour me a glass of scotch. Did Frank Sinatra just walk in? Frank, how are you? Yeah. Oh my God, I thought you were dead. Frank. Oh, sorry. Was that Kyle? I'm pretty good, right? Pretty good impersonator. Jesus Christ. I do. That's actually what I've been working on for a month. Whoa. That bit right there. And so, anyways, our boy. Open lands. Oh, blue eyes. He's drinking with his buddy Link. And they are, clearly Link is like an alcoholic, which is sad. Um, in fact, a lot of this movie is kind of sad. Uh, and they're just kind of drinking their lives away. In walks Vic and Rosa. So Rosa is the woman who we all like. And then Vic's, Vic's a dick. That's why they call him Vic. So you know it. He's a dick. And he comes in and he's like, uh, basically, hey, we've got this map. We got a treasure we can find. It'll be easy breezy. You just be our diver. And he's like, no way. Old Blue Eyes is like, uh-uh, not doing it. Dangerous. I'm out of that game. Former Submariner, and I know I'm like an excellent diver, but like, no way. Not going to do it. And so they walk away. Him and Link kind of like reminisce about old times or some shit. They drink a whole bunch. They walk back stumbling drunk. Link is stumbling drunk. And they get to their boat, and uh-oh, they've got a whole bunch of bills to pay. That ain't good. No. And they, and immediately... They get kind of like confronted by the uh, person who like owns the docks or runs the the moorings and uh, they punch the guy out. So they're in like big old trouble. They need money fast. Guess how they're getting that money, bros. Dude, pimping themselves out and they become drag queens and they get assaulted. Mm, close. It's close. They do pimp themselves out as divers to find that treasure because <laughs> they go back to Vic and Rosa. Now, this whole time we got a... Pretty jazzy soundtrack going on because uh, a very, very oh, famous yes. person made the soundtrack. So opinions, everyone. How did people feel about the tone that was set by our soundtrack here? Hated okay. it. Okay. The music itself, I enjoyed. It was snazzy. It was poppy. Did it feel with this movie whatsoever? Absolutely not. No. Made no and sense. it was definitely the soundtrack to the submarine, too. Um, obviously, they played it a little bit here early in the film, but... Really, it kept resurfacing every time the submarine appeared. Uh, it was just so bizarre. Like, it would cut to the, the shot of the submarine surfacing or whatnot, and this, like, jazzy lounge music would be playing um, from Duke Ellington, and it was very jarring for me. Probably one of my biggest gripes, if not my biggest gripe, with the film. It was really distracting and off-putting, as you guys have mentioned. I Like, normally with a soundtrack... If one is really good, you're like, oh, wow, that's really good. If it's bad, you might not notice it. It might kind of like fade into the background. This was in your face. Oh, yeah. You're going to know something is off with this soundtrack. 
Yeah, normally I'd be like, you uncultured apes, how dare you, go, you know, sully the name of Duke Ellington because he was the guy who made this. But there is some trivia later that I'll bring up about the soundtrack that will make you think twice about that necessarily. It, it basically, it wasn't totally done by Duke Ellington. He got the, he got the credit and stuff like that, but he kind of left it in not complete working order. And so they had to kind of like rush it themselves to put it together. Um, he kind of just like did a bunch of stuff and they had to like fill in the gaps almost because he like went on tour or something, but I'll, I'll get to that trivia a little bit later. Anyways. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because it was like the first thing you notice almost immediately about this movie is the soundtrack, uh, because it's just very different. It's very jazzy. Um, and you wouldn't necessarily think it goes with the, the, the tone that the movie otherwise is taking. So anyways, they go off, they meet in the hotel room of Vic and Rosa. Vic's being a gigantic dick. That never changes. He basically sucks. Horde. And he, uh, uh, but they have this treasure map and they're like, you're going to, how about you dive? And he's like, no, we're doing it my way. So they, they force him to get like a new diving suit. That's like spick and span. They're going to use their boat, uh, instead of the boat that they like rented or whatever. And they just want to be like perfectly safe about everything. Um, there's also another guy there, a German named Eric. This is, I think before he became Magneto or during, uh, I guess it's before cause he didn't get, he couldn't lift the submarine at this point. Right. Right, he he had a really hard time doing it. Yeah, it's another callback. He's trying. Kyle, to you weren't like, here for that. You don't get break, the joke, man. Yeah, don't, you don't get to get talk the about joke. Kyle. You weren't here for yeah. that one. X Men. So, anyways, uh, he's also he's like kind of like a crazy person in some ways. He's like this submariner, former submariner as well, but on U boats. So it's kind of this weird dynamic of you have uh, Frank Sinatra, submariner, Eric, submariner, but they basically fought. Uh, during World War II. And now they're working together to try to find this treasure. So anyways, uh, Frank Sinatra dives going down to try to find this treasure. But uh-oh, he doesn't find that. Instead, he finds the ultimate treasure that we all hope to find someday. What do they find? A submarine. Exactly. If only we could as well. Dive. Where is it? What? And uh, this was uh, they they they're doing this dive, and I mean, like they're kind of it's like a harrowing experience. Uh, well, I guess they don't actually. This isn't the point where they actually go to try to salvage it, but they keep playing that jazz music during these scenes, and it's like <laughs> it kills it. <laughs> it ki- really does. It really kills it. And then you can hear them trying to do like that real like uh, droning, like like to create the suspense and it's like playing over top of the jazz music and it's really clashing. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> he can't, he can't stop talking about how horrible the soundtrack I can't, is. I can't get over it. And so anyways, they, um, they're like, Oh, Hey, there's this U boat down there. And Eric, the, uh, German, uh, Eric. submariner. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he's like, he gets a like, kind of an idea about this. He's like, Whoa, wait a second. I kind of know that boat I went missing around here in this area at some point. And w- what did it look like? Oh, it didn't, it didn't have any damage. It didn't, it, it looked like it was perfectly fine. Oh man, it must've, they must've kind of like sunk the boat on purpose and blah, 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 all this stuff. So it might be in working order. And so he gets an idea, you know what, we're going to salvage this submarine and guess what we can do? We can become pirates and that will get us even more money than whatever stupid treasure you're going to find down here. Like we're going to actually, we'll go around and we'll rob something. And they're like, what? That's Evan crazy, dude. There's nothing around that we could possibly rob that would give us more money than treasure. All right? Wrong. Uh, wrong. Yeah. Because what, what are they going to rob, bros? 
the, the queen. queen herself. Queen Mary. The queen. I feel Mary. like you gave a much better pitch than the guy did in the movie. <laughs> what, from of, uh, like actually yeah. doing? Oh, I mean, it's it's an insane plan that has no yeah, chance no, of working. And they, 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 I feel like they did an even worse job in the film of uh, kind of um, – turning these guys over into pirates. I think you even used the term, like, well, let's turn pirate. And, yeah, we'll turn uh, pirates, yeah. Yeah. It is It is funny because Vic Vic sucks, and I can't say it enough. He just is an awful person. And it's, it's. Um, I don't even think he's necessarily a good actor. Sometimes you have actors in movies that are, uh, I know, I'm sorry, I should say that he is a good actor, obviously. Like, he, he was a longtime Hollywood actor. Like, he is good at acting. But, like, sometimes you have these bad guys where you watch them and you're like, oh, I just hope this guy dies. He sucks so badly. He, this guy, was he was a little over the top. He was kind of, like, chewing the scenery a little bit with just how evil he was going to be. Oh, look at how evil and bad I am. Um, but he doesn't it, – it's weird how easily he swayed to this totally insane idea of being a pirate when – there's no reason why they couldn't keep on diving for a treasure, which seems like a much safer, normal way of doing this. Like why he specifically wants to become a pirate doesn't make a lot of sense. He doesn't even really like, he's not really even like a sailor or anything. He's just kind of like a con artist of of sorts. Mm -hmm. But the treasure hunting isn't super safe. A lot of people have been dying doing that. Not him though. He's got to hire Not people. him. That's true. But think yeah. about it. If you were down there, I think they're in the Bahamas or something like I think, that. I believe this was off the coast of Florida still. And then they are going to rob the Queen Mary off the coast of the Bahamas. In fact, I believe it was oh. off the island that just got devastated by the hurricane. They even mentioned it by name. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, But if you were down there and somebody said, let's go pirate. No. You would do it. No, I would not do it. <laughs> Guys, who here would do it? Kyle, I would go to the ends of the earth with you. All right. There we go. Let's go pirate. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so they, anyways, they all, they all, in the end, they actually do decide, you know what? I'm going to do it. And now you get a little confused. You're like, wait a second. Oh, blue eyes over there. Frank Sinatra. He didn't seem like a jokester like the rest of these guys. Like, why is he going along with this? And that comes to my second question. How much does he want to have sex with Rosa at this point? On a scale of one to ten. Uh, dude. Nine, you think 69. nine? Sixty-nine. Oh, nice. Good one. I, I, I would say it's a full-blown, it's got to be a ten. I mean, he just, he basically is like, I'm going to die. That's fine. I'm fine with that as long as I get to have sex with Rosa. Now, let's twist it around. How much does Rosa want to have sex with Frank Sinatra at this point? Wait, this is like... Right before she gets on his boat in the middle of the night. As right. a male, I can't answer that. Oh, okay. That's true. We don't know. That's true. Good point. I would say a 10, though. <laughs> and what happens if she's like, like she's usually, she's like, at this point, she's like a lot of wearing dresses and stuff. And he like can't take her eyes off those gams. Like he's a big like legs man. Well, there was that uh, one part, right? That dude. just straight up zoomed in on her legs and it just oh, sat yeah. there for like her, three seconds. And her feet, too. Weird. It was like... like Foot shot. Like Tarantino. Movie. Yeah, I was gonna say Quentin Tarantino. Was he one of his first jobs or something? Yeah. My um, look at that lady's feet. Yeah. <clears throat> what if we just do a close up? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, they are they want to get this. They they get the submarine up. Um, basically, Frank Sinatra dives down. He gets into the submarine and raises it up, and it comes up, and it's it's covered in barnacles and all kinds of shit. Inside is a dead old captain skeleton. 
uh, and I got a skeleton. You're going through a few uh, funny points here. Uh, One was they were kind of uh, um, talking through topside what what Frank Sinatra is probably experiencing right now, and it's like, oh, at this point, you know, he's probably dead. You know, (laughs) this thing's probably (laughs) happening, and this is happening, and then the water's gushing in and it's filling his lungs, and the uh, Rosa is being like, oh no, please say that's not true. Blah blah blah. He still has a chance, and, and they're doing all this. And again, that whole stupid jazz, <laughs> jazz music playing. Every over top playing. And sure really enough, he's does. down there doing what they're saying he's doing, but he's actually successful uh, at uh, at uh, blowing the ballasts, and the and the boat rises to the surface. And then, as you mentioned, Dude, you know what he does down there? What does he do? Dude, he bangs on something with a wrench. I thought for a second you were going to say he banged that skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> That was a better one, though, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if you caught it, though, when they did get that skel- uh, that that uh, the boat, uh, the, the submarine to surface, and they get in there and they uh, see the skeleton. The, the German on the boat is like, there rests uh, one of the most honorable men this world has probably ever seen or whatever in reference to this Nazi sailor. He's a Nazi, yeah. N- Nazi captain that uh, went down with his boat. And I'm like, oh, okay. So <laughs> this is when <laughs> I was starting to finally piece him. together that these people are truly pieces of shit because they kind of really jumped uh, jumped uh, into them, you know, flipping and turning pirate uh, with them not really having any backstory um, as to why someone would be so eager to just become a pirate as you kind of alluded to so now you're starting to see okay these guys are not great people yeah so then they so they decide okay well we we're all well and good like we can help navigating and moving and doing all that kind of stuff but we need someone who actually can like work on the engine so they bring in another guy uh was it moreno he's like a war hero but got um discharged from the navy basically he kind of like just goes with the highest bidder of sorts so he got kicked out of the Navy for being able to be bribed and stuff like that. And Eric knew him from working on in like shipyards and stuff. And so he's brought in and they kind of go through and they do like a whole bunch of work. And there's all these scenes of them doing work, 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 work in getting the submarine up into working order. But there's still a lot of like issues with it. Basically like it can't dive for very long or very far. And it's still, it's going to have issues with its batteries and so basically what they have to do is they have to ride along the surface for a while. They can go down for a second and uh, like to escape. Um, but otherwise, like they can't, they can't go very far and they can't stay submerged for more than like a half hour or something like that. That's yeah. basically were, right here. There were a lot of really good, as you'd mentioned, uh, work scenes. It reminded me of Team America. We we're like, we're going to need a montage. That's all it was, man, was just these montages. I'm like, oh, now we're doing this, and this little thing will blow, and now we can paint the deck, and now we can scrape some barnacles. It's like, what? what is this right now? And whole time, that smooth jazz playing. Yeah, and smooth uh, operator. I feel like Frank there's probably some good too. stuff here for some big submarine fans to see them kind of repairing and working on a boat or a submarine, but... Uh, I'm yeah, not exactly and, positive just how accurate any of it would be, but uh, or, well, or do, feasible. But I did appreciate them kind of having it be that the uh, uh, the submarine wasn't necessarily going to be in like perfect order after they salvaged it when it was underwater for like 20 years. Like in other movies, you could imagine them being like, "And now the submarine's fixed." 
and they just dive and do whatever they want with a submarine. But they're real, realistically, they're like, this thing is still a hunk of junk. Like, there's just no way you have the money or means to actually get this fully operational. And all you can do is fake it till you make it. And that's that. Like, you, you have no other choice. I so can't I, remember. I, Jamie, I appreciate that. Do they ever even allude to that any of them know how to operate a submarine? So, I mean, yes. Let alone they, with like four or five of them. They, the, like Moreno was a war hero and he definitely was an engine man. So he knows how okay. to like work the engine room. And then um, I think Frank Sinatra's character was actually high up in the Navy. Like he was an officer and, on submarines. And so I think he was kind of able to navigate stuff. I can't recall what they said, the German, how high up he was in the German Navy. But I think, I think in the end they have three experienced submariners, uh, more or less, um, for the ship, for the boat. So not so bad. I just weird that like then Vic is like, yeah, definitely. And like why they, why even, why Rosa is even on the submarine is a little strange <clears throat> in the end. Cause you'd think there would be a certain amount of it being like, you know what? We just got to go with the people who uh, are able to operate the submarine. Otherwise, Sex just appeal, Jamie. yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like it'd be like one of those things where it's like either, I guess we can teach you how to run a submarine, but you're probably just going to be in the way to even, even like link, I guess link was operating the radio and stuff, but he wasn't like a submariner and Vic, Vic, another one, Vic, Vic is like a nobody. It was weird that he was even on the submarine, but I guess he was part of the heist in terms of like almost botching it. Anyways, <laughs> um, you get everything up in working order. At this point, we kind of get that big love story going with Frank uh, Sinatra and Rosa. They have a scene on their boat. They're like looking at the stars. They're looking all sexy. She's like, oh, I'm just going to swim back to my like hotel. And he's like, oh, shit. And he's basically like, he's got like a big old boner. We, can, we can't really even see it. Like he's trying to hide it. Um, but like he's way into her. He's basically like, and even him and Link have a conversation at a certain point where they're like, what do you think of this whole plan? We're going to like rob the Queen Mary. And Link's basically like, well, I've been an alcoholic for a long time. I let this bottle kind of like run my life. And you know what? I'm letting something else run my life and that maybe that's good. And he's like, what about you? Do you think we're going to succeed? And Frank Sinatra's basically like, no, I think we're going to die. And so it's like, oh, shit. like he really is only doing it because <laughs> he likes Rosa like a lot. So much. And he just wants to really, he wants to have sex with her a lot but dude also during this time like i was so confused because it seemed like rosa and vic were a thing they were but they he were, was a yeah. giant asshole and he sucked yeah. she even has to pick between the two of them at one point the german sort of forces them to put aside their squabbles and she has to pick right now because it's getting in the way of them uh having a successful mission yeah. but then like vic's like pretty cool about it the rest Later, of the yeah, yeah. stink about yeah. it come back and I was then like what the hell the stupid thing that does come back uh I, I don't think you mentioned it uh they they reveal in one really bizarre scene this this random character development that Vic is really into uh rings yeah, and jewels right, yeah. yeah he's uh, really into diamonds and rings and jewels yeah he notices oh, yeah. it on the finger of the uh what is the italian guy the the mechanic, mechanic yeah. that they bring on uh, he has a big ring with a huge gemstone in it, and they they reveal that Vic is obsessed with gemstones and can barely keep his hands off it. Yeah, which comes back. So, anyways, I did have one question related to uh, Frank Sinatra and Rose's romance. 
Um, and this is mostly for Kyle. Kyle, would you rob an ocean liner for your wife? I have to. Zach, would you rob an ocean liner for for your fiance? Oh, no. All right, Brom, would you rob an ocean liner for your cat? <laughs> I was about to. I was about to offer him. Uh, my cat would be a good. Uh, <laughs> uh, who I actually just fed and walked away and uh, fed her and threw her out. Didn't even oh, notice. So no. So no. Never mind. Um, probably not. Yeah, I would. I would recommend not doing that for your cat. Probably not. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, so, anyways, they do a bunch of tests. How about Everything. you, Jamie? What about you for your wife? Um, Danzig. Well, how how big? Yeah, Danzig. How big? Uh, how big is the ocean liner? All right, dude. No, here's the most important thing. If you don't do it, you're going to hear about it the rest of your life. Oh, good point. Yes, I will have to do it then. There you go. Danzig there you would go. just be in my ear, being like, "You didn't. Oh, you didn't rob that ocean liner for me." I'm like, "Oh yeah. boy, another Thursday." Can't we just watch Mad About Me or Mad About You? <laughs> I saw that advertised on uh, Amazon. I guess they got it on there. Yeah. Um, so anyways, everything goes fine. There's a bunch of tests. Rose is like super nervous because she's, you know, she doesn't want to admit it, but she's like super in love with Frank Sinatra. So anyways, the test goes fine. Link runs to her and it's basically like, everything went fine. Don't worry. And he's kind of like, yo, um, go to him if you want him. Uh, cause he's, he's on like, the beach. Yeah. He's on the beach looking at some stars. You know where it is. Wink, wink. Uh, I actually don't know how she knew where he was, but dude, I um, don't know, but that is the greatest wingman in history. Yeah. Yep. He didn't, he wasn't even asked to go do that, but he's like, you gotta go. You yeah. gotta see Frankie. And Frank Sinatra's like, you know what? I really want to bone you, but I'm not sure it's a good idea. And she's like, we just have one life, one life to live together. And he's like, Oh, yeah. And then they totally have sex. It's true. I'm not even lying. They 100% have sex. Uh, full penetration sex scene. It's amazing. And uh, then the next morning, they're all smiley. And Vic's basically like, shit. But whatever. And he like lets it like slide off his back. No big deal. Kind of. I mean, they, they do get in a little scuffle. But then they have to like put it put it aside, as we've mentioned. Yeah. And this also kind of, it, it kind of foreshadows Eric being potentially like a little uh, crazy. Because they see a tanker, like they're kind of like doing a bunch of tests, and they say, they see a tanker in the distance, and he's like, "What happened? Why don't we just sink it?" Which is nuts. I mean, the idea that they would sink something before then they go, they would go and like uh, rob an ocean liner is insane. Because you'd think maybe the um, Coast Guard would be uh, concerned with a tanker being sunk by a torpedo uh, <laughs> in peacetime. Pirate submarine. Yeah, it seems a little odd. So the idea that you would like make it so that the Coast Guard was like super aware of a submarine being around would be a bad idea, but he's, he's total cuckoo cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So like whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, so anyways, we finally get the entire, they, they lay out the exact plan. They're kind of going through the plan over and over again on like the day before they go and do, do everything. And so what, what is, what is the plan exactly? Basically can Kyle, can, do you remember? They're going to get on board the Queen Mary, basically pretend that they need, assistance as the submarine they're gonna be a british submarine and so vic's got to really work on his british accent and um worst choice great worst choice i don't know why they had him do it why they yeah i know it made no sense of all the people and to do it i know they pick him and basically they're just gonna get on there and be like <laughs> gotcha we're actually here to rob you and if you don't do what we say we are gonna blow this tanker up with our torpedoes and then they would take the money, dive away, and go to South America. 
Link's actually British. Why did they say Link couldn't do it or they didn't want Link to do it? I have no idea. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, they had Link be like the um, accent coach or whatever the heck it's called. It's bizarre. Anyways, it it all boils down to this is one of the dumbest plans I've ever heard. Like, it doesn't make sense. First of all, like the idea that they'd be like a submarine and the Queen, they'd stop the Queen Mary, one of the most famous, biggest ships. If I was a Queen Mary, I'd be like, fuck off. Like, come on. (laughs) Pick a different boat. There's a million boats around here. Like, there are other British boats pick that one because we are like the biggest ship in the world so like screw off but like even beyond then like almost immediately i'd be like hey coast guard like even before i have talked to them much i'd be like coast guard we're getting contact by something just to be aware like we are the queen mary filled with civilians uh maybe you should be aware of this like it just seems insane that they would ever think that they could possibly like trick them long enough to get away anyways they go off they're disguised as uh british officers they go off they see the Queen Mary that morning. They um, how do they stop? They they just do a communication to them real quick, right? Yeah, they basically say, "Hey, they radio them. We're on a top secret mission, and we're having some issues. We need some help." Yeah, and that, that, this was okay, just because it was a British ship. So they were like, "Hey, we're British, and like you got to be really secret about it." And I guess if I was on a British ship, I'd be I'd hesitate a little bit. To be like, I'm going to blow the cover of this. But I would also, I don't know, I'd be radioing all over the place. I'd be like, this sounds super crazy Yeah, but this is happening. Anybody else hear about a bunch of British people in a German U-boat in the Bahamas? What the hell's going on? (laughs) Yeah. And anyways, it'd be like, why why the Queen Mary? Why the Queen Mary would have a part that they need? I'd be like, I'm radioing a different British ship. You can deal with them. Like, we're not stopping. We're the biggest ship ever. So stop. Anyways, they get on the Queen Mary. They're rushed up to the top, uh, up to the bridge. They talk with a captain. Vic almost immediately flubs it, but the, the base of the captain saves him. Like, oh, you must be Canadian. And he's like, right, hey, that's he, right. Yep. Apparently there's, some, Hortons, there's eh? a difference between the way that somebody from America will say the word lieutenant. If you're or from lieutenant. the UK, you're going to say lieutenant. I think it's lieutenant, whatever. Lieutenant, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, hey, that's true. Oh, Tim Hortons and hockey, eh? He's <laughs> Give me some of that maple syrup. And then he pulls out a bottle of maple syrup from his uh, <laughs> coat. And like, oh, shit. Vic's actually ass? really smart. Um, mm-hmm. And so anyways, the captain, they're like, hey, we got to talk to you real quick over here, captain. And the captain comes over and they're like, by the way, we're pirates. <laughs> the captain's like, oh, shit, fuck. And they're like, oh, don't communicate to anyone. And we're going to take all your golden stuff and just give us money. And they're like, fine, whatever. And so they comply. They basically say, like, we have a torpedo. Like, we don't believe you. They shoot off, like, this blank that explodes and they're like that was just a little test one that's like a little blank but if you do it get a real one and it's definitely going to blow up and they're all sitting there the officers are all grumbling like if only we could test these idiots are obviously faking but we can't like risk the lives of all these civilians uh and let them like sink the ship so like whatever we'll let them get away with this thing this money at the same time the coast guard becomes obviously aware that something odd's going on they basically notice that the biggest ship in the ocean has stopped and so they're like, uh, we should probably check that out because it really should keep on moving because it's the Queen Mary. And they start going, they're radioing. The radio stuff is like real shady. And Link is onto that almost immediately. He's like, uh, something something weird's going on. You guys have to get out of there as quick as you can. So they're gathering up with all this money. They send Vic down for the gold. Bad idea. Someone's got to stay with Vic. Come on. <laughs> Bad idea. Right. Like Vic, Vic is the wild card. You do not let him out of your sight. He stays with one other person and then, then send Frankie Sinatra down to get the gold. 
So anyways, he's all greedy. He's grabbing this gold, but he's he's grabbed too much. So he's like taking longer. Frank Sinatra and, and uh, Eric, they, they've grabbed a whole bunch of money from the bank. They're heading out. They get on the boat just in time, just as the um, the Coast Guard is arriving. But uh, Vic, being the idiot jewel hound that he is, what does he see? A jewel? He a sees giant, a big old fat ring on a large lady's finger. Yeah, I God, think it this part was stupid. Yeah. It was actually, it was the Queen of England. That's no, it was, was not. Yeah, it was played by the Queen of England. That's incorrect. Uh, wh- no, I believe a cameo by the Queen of England. This is when it was an assault on a queen. Exactly. He assaulted the queen right there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so um, he gets stuck up there and then gets shot like an idiot, like Vic, what a dope, gets killed. They, they're like, um, end of that bozo. Let's get out of here. They go off in this hilariously giant like lifeboat. It was so huge. It, was, it just made me laugh. They and dump then, the money here, don't they? Or? Yeah. So then they get to the submarine and Eric's so freaked out by what's going on. And, and rightfully so. I mean, they're basically dead, dead, to, the, dead to rights at this point. Can, can I cut in, Jamie? Yeah, uh, you can cut in. Real quick. This is like the big part of the movie, right? This is where everything crazy is happening. This is like the climax. It's at the end. Everything should be coming together. Mm-hmm. Does anybody think it felt like that? Well, I did because Eric jumped onto the submarine, pulled out his dick real quick, and I was like, that's how I know it's the climax, baby, right? As a serious answer, I did. Um, it, it felt frantic and, and wild, uh, obviously. <laughs> Got that stupid fucking uh, jazz music uh, peppered in here and there, but uh, no, it, it, felt, it felt like the climax to me. I don't know. Kyle? Uh, Zach, I don't think it did. No. I... At this point, like just some of the other stuff, I was like, man, I really don't give a shit about this movie anymore (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. I think it felt like the beginning and I was ready for another two hours, baby. Right? Wow. That's what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Just the warm up. We just got warmed up on this first heist, ready for them to become pirates and spend the next two hours pirating boats. Yeah, pretty much. So anyways, Eric's like super freaked out and rightfully so. They're going to be uh, obvi- they're basically dead at this point. Like Eric knows it. He they're they're dead if they stick around because either they go to jail or they're going to get sunk by this coast guard. And so he jumps in. He's like, "Leave the money. Like we just got to survive. Like I'm a survivor. We got to survive." Dude, it literally would have taken no time. Yeah, to I know. There's the like money literally the money's the already on the thing. Like, yeah, leave the gold maybe, but you could take those bags of money. Yeah, like you have literally huge bags filled yeah. with money. And not that it matters in the end. Because anyways, they get onto the submarine. They've lost all their cash. Our Vic's already dead. They're going, they, they start to dive. They basically only have like 30 minutes. And they do the classic maneuver. They dive and they get under the um, Queen Mary. So basically they can't get depth charged at this point. If they got depth charged even once, they'd be shattered into a million pieces and die. So they're under the Queen Mary. And they're basically like, we got we to gotta surface in a second. Otherwise, you know, we know we were going to run out of air or and but, other, you know, we're going to get death charged and now we're going to die like this sucks. And so Eric is like, we have to ju- we have to torpedo them. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? We don't ha- even have live torpedoes. Oh, oh, we've we've got the direct quote from the movie All right. on what's going to happen here. Eric, the batteries are running down. We're going to have to surface. Great. Well, we have no alternative. What the hell does that mean? Quite simple. We'll have to torpedo that cutter. Torpedo her with what? 
done it. So Peter Hall, with what? You got live fish in those tubes, haven't you? You got live torpedoes in there. Yeah, they're live and ready to fire. Oh, dude, we've got fish in the tubes. Nice. Yeah, we've got it's fish in the tubes, see? Huh? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a fish in the tubes. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyways, they, they get in the big old brawl. Uh, and in the end, they, they get a bunch, bunch of people out. They force them to surface. Um, at this point, dude, the Coast Guard is ready to straight like, up gets shot. Yeah, Marino gets shot. He's dead. Uh the the submarine is forced to surface. They all run out. So Link, um, Frank Sinatra, and Rosa, they all run out and get onto a, a life raft. And Eric's still trying to get away, but the Coast Guard basically just rams rams him and sinks him. <laughs> Dude, they ram the shit out of him. Oh, man. he's dead. And so they're in this life raft, and you're basically like, oh, man, how are they going to get out of this jam now? They must be doing something real clever. Can we say how stupid it was when he got rammed and he was shooting it? Yeah. Oh my and word! Those people he was ducked. shooting like the just, <laughs> just like the front of the ship. Yeah, I mean, with a small handgun, like it was not what are you gonna do. I mean, I get that he did that in Saving Private Ryan, but it was way it was done way better. Do you think? Are you saying this is better than Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> Go on. Yes. yes. That's what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyways, they they do a very clever trick um, in the life raft. So in this life raft. They're being searched for. And what do they do? They, oh, man, they just <laughs> hop over the other side and they hide. And basically they're like, they look at the look at this life raft. They're like, hey, I guess it's empty. We'll just and leave it in the ocean. Go to the other side. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Like, even if the rest of the movie was really, really good, this end, I'm going to just be like, you're shitting me, right? Like, this is it? Like, they would have pulled for, it out for evidence of 100%. Yeah, they would have done, done all kinds of stuff. Who knows if the, the, per, the people had – they don't know where the money is. Maybe the money's there somewhere or something. Like they obviously are taking that, but they're just like hiding around. I thought for sure it would be like they're in diving suits or something and that they are able to get away because he's like an expert diver or something, whatever. Wouldn't it have been great if they just like shot the raft? They're like make sure nobody can get back and then they shoot it and then – our people surface and like, oh, no. It just shows their bodies floating and the credits roll. <laughs> there we go. Nice. Now that's a movie. <laughs> and jazz music. Yeah, just keep All righty. Now we're ready for some uh, rank- or ratings. Ratings? Rankings? Yeah, ratings. Yeah, rate this. Ooh. Rate this amongst all... 80 episodes we've ever done. <laughs> That's kind of what we do now. I'll get in there since this is uh, my movie month here. Uh, so, again, I, I, I gravitated towards this when I saw that it was a submarine heist movie. Um, we've, we've had one other one that I would refer to as a submarine heist movie that I can think of off the top of my head, and that is uh, Black Sea, I think was what it was called, right, with uh, Jude Law. Yep. Yes. Uh, this kind of felt similar in a lot of ways to that movie. I thought it was even going to kind of end the same way with, you know, one or two people getting away and then they see the floating bag of money there and they kind of leave it ambiguous if they actually truly get away or not. But uh, didn't actually show the bag of money. So slight departure from uh, uh, what what the, the ending to Blackwater was, or Black Sea was. But um, uh, not to beat a dead horse with the music, I, I'll just that that was a big misfire for me um the fact that they um sort of 
just flipped a switch and then all of a sudden we're pirates without really any character development or any uh, sort of foreshadowing that these were, you know, seedy people that are, were kind of ready to flip that switch. There just really wasn't any uh, build up to that other than, I mean, just the first scene. They just kind of were so quick to disregard the uh, diver that passed, uh, that perished doing his job. Uh, they didn't seem to really care. So, I mean, they weren't great people, but I feel like they could have done more uh, building up to the idea of this uh, submarine, uh, you know, uh, salvage and eventual heist of a Queen Mary. It's such a wild plot. I mean, it's going to be difficult, I feel like, to write something um, regardless when, you're, when your end game is to get to that, <laughs> robbing a Queen Mary at uh, gunpoint using a submarine as your escape vessel. Uh, so, I mean, I, I acknowledge it's difficult, and I feel like back in the day, probably even more so, just uh, they have different ideas of, of how to make a good movie. This, uh, at the end of the day, wasn't a good movie. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised that it's even as highly rated as it is on IMDb. Um, it what is really it? felt. What, what is its rating? It's like a 5.6 or something like that. Mm. Which is low, high. but I, yeah, I mean, low. it's it's still pretty high, I think, for, for what it is. I think, it again, it, it misfired on a lot of levels. Um, it really felt like they were really gunning for, like, making this a huge blockbuster and, like, an all-time classic when they made the film. You know, bringing in Frank Sinatra, uh, bringing in Duke Ellington to, for music and stuff like that. It really felt like this was, they were trying to make this, uh, you know, a, a, a tremendous film. Uh, but ultimately, just awkward throughout and the best thing i can point to um the the biggest pro i would say for it was just how much submarine content there was and how unique the submarine content was from what we have seen kind of in the other films with with salvaging a submarine from the bottom of the floor repairing it and and taking it out for a a heist mission i think uh had a very unique plot and that's the biggest thing it had going for it just uh wasn't a great one though i'm gonna give it a let me give it a four. Nice. Yeah, I, I can jump in. I actually, it's nice. It's good that you brought up Black Sea. I didn't even think about that. Just how how similar kind of that that idea is. Um, weirdly, I think Black Sea is considerably better than this one. <laughs> oh, I, I really enjoyed Black Sea. <laughs> yeah, this one this one kind of sucked. I, I was surprised because yeah, I was I was looking forward to it. It's kind of Ocean's Eleven, but with a submarine, a lot of submarine, um, beautiful actress, uh, beautiful setting. A lot of submarine action. Just the the setup is great, but then the execution is just not very good. I yep. don't know. It's, it's it's hard to say anything else. And it's kind of like a really weird, weird, sad story. Like you think of Ocean's Eleven, and obviously it's tricky and it's tough to execute the plan. But they they do, and you do you do end up rooting for the for the criminals a little bit. And mm-hmm. in this case, you have a bunch of people where two of them, Link and Frank Sinatra, are sitting there being like. We don't even want to do this. Like this is an awful plan, and obviously it's a terrible idea. And we're not bad people. And yeah. a couple, some of these people are bad people. And then a bunch of those people die, and they fail at their mission, and they're just kind of like, "Oh yeah, that's life." I mean, I guess that's life. And you're just like, "Oh woof!" You're like your life, your life suck. Um, and the movie didn't wasn't super great. And I was going to come in exactly the same spot. I was going to come in in a four. All right. Yeah. Copycat. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Kyle, I'm going to make you go last. All right, man. Because you've been missing a lot of days. I have been. And the people have spoken, and they want you out. Dang, dude. 
That's Kyle, folks. <laughs> so, Ben and Jamie, you both have already said a lot that was going through my mind as I watched this movie at speed and a half. Um, which I guess ironically made the jazz music a little bit better. But um, <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> But, you know, I looked up the movie, you know, before we started it. I like the, you know, the cover art or the movie poster I thought looked kind of cool. I was like, oh, this is going to be suspenseful. I usually really rag on these old movies. Maybe I'll like this one. It is a heist movie. Ben likes heist movies, even though I just kind of found that out. So (laughs) I wanted to give it a true chance. And I hated it. I couldn't stand it. It, It never, like, found its footing from when I was watching it. A time and a half. Well, that's it, very well said. I didn't like any of the actors. I like nobody was likable. You guys kind of already said it, but none of the characters were likable. I didn't care about them. They, they didn't seem to like have any chemistry, especially Frank and the um, the actress in it. And you get to the end, which didn't even feel like an end to me. And I, Kyle, you said it earlier. I was like, I just wanted it to be over with. And then when it is over, you're just like, well, what did I learn? Nothing. <laughs> right. Nothing happened. These were just bad guys. Most of them died, and they didn't even get anything at the end. And that's it. I'm going to give it two and a half. Wow. Oh, man. All right. Two and a half out of four, right? Yeah, out of two and a half. Uh, I'm going to (laughs) bring up the rear here. Uh, I've been gone, but a lot of what we've already been talking about, music, I mean, we all know at this point, really out of place, really super weird. Uh, just the fact that I never thought it could li- literally like ruin a movie. And I was like, man, maybe what else could they have done in this movie? Probably the worst, really, like, probably is, the worst, uh, worst pairing I've seen in any movie yeah, ever. Like, I think maybe if we see a, a sub movie and they just play like modern country music during <laughs> the whole thing, kill me now. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you'd be like, what the hell are we watching? Like, save a horse, ride a cowboy. What, we're this in a sub. What's going soundtrack on? would have been great with Operation Petticoat. Mm. I could have it seen could that. Have I could have yeah, seen that Yeah, because that's work. a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There you go. Uh, and some of the other stuff that I noticed, uh, I didn't even get a chance to put this quote while we were talking about the movie, but just listen to this audio and how weird it is. You can tell that the actress was so quiet and they had to just really crank it up. Just listen. Be careful. Yes. (laughs) Why the hell didn't you stay in Naples? It's that. I mean, something like that, you could have easily reshot that scene and done it again. It wouldn't have been that hard. Maybe, Maybe I'm spoiled by the digital age and I thought it would have been easy, but they would have had to do it on film. Miniature work was okay but this was another movie where you can clearly see they're doing it all in a pool they didn't even try to recreate the bottom of the ocean anything like that another thing that i really think was missed in this movie and initially i thought oh my word this could be so cool is if we had a much longer scene of Sinatra trying to raise that sub and like the panic on his face, something going wrong down there, but pretty much he just happened. He's like, yep, good to go. Let's do this. 
ooh, there's a spooky skeleton on here uh, that we got from Hobby Lobby. It's like, what the hell is this? And I was glad when it was over. <laughs> Not a sponsor, Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Could be. Could oh, it? yes. And I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and match Zach at two and a half. I'd not one that I'm ever going to watch again. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> Sounds so sad. Just <laughs> uh, a waste of my life. <laughs> yeah. I had to watch this in like so many sections. Like I come home from lunch and I was like, oh, I got to watch this movie again. Got to get it done. It's like uh, I, I just watched it. a John Travolta film named called Perfect from 1985, where he plays like a reporter and he writes a story about aerobics. Uh, and so it's like a, all these aerobic scenes and stuff. And it took me, it literally felt like the movie was like 5,000 hours long. It took me like mm-hmm. eight, dif- eight different sections of watching to finally get through that movie. So, That's rough, man. Just when like you're doing that. a movie like that, that is rough. Just like Perfect starring John Travolta. Sure. All, All right. right. Let's keep going. So, trivia. You ready, guys? All right. So, Duke Ellington, film's composer, had to leave scoring the film to go on tour, as I mentioned. Van Cleave and Frank Comstock were brought in to orchestrate the film, finish the score, and arrange the material. And in the end, only five of Ellington's cues survived, the rest being from the arrangers. So, you'd think, oh, well, now they, you know, they'll go back and they'll rescue duke ellington's like version of the music and and make it better in some future version of the film no none of those tapes survived none of duke ellington's stuff survived and so what they're left with is this which is mostly not his stuff but he gets the credit good uh in the 1960 for the entry for the 1966 movie the 2003 edition of leonard malton's uh movie and video guide repeats a popular American terminological inactitude. And this is something that's good for us to learn because we're always trying to get rid of our American terminological inexactitudes. Uh, and that is because they refer to the ocean liner as HMS Queen Mary. That is incorrect. That implies that it's a wartime ship. Not the case. Uh, the truth is it's always been called RMS, which means Royal Mail Steamer or Ro- Royal Mail Ship. Steamer, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Ken Hughes was first signed on to direct. Most interesting, I looked at, through a bunch of his credits, not too much to catch his eye. One that did catch the eye is he is one of the directors of the original Casino Royale. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it could have been a Bond director kind of uh, for this. Uh, the Treasure Hunters, this is a kind of a goof. Who's listening to goofs on IMDb. Treasure Hunters find skeletal remains of the U-Moat commander, but considering it was sealed in a dry, airtight environment, the body would have mummified not become a skeleton. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, it does let you know. It makes you wonder about what's going on. Do you think the submarine was a plant? Someone put it there for them to find. Oh, my word. It's a conspiracy against Vic. <laughs> now the movie's interesting. Uh-huh, right? <laughs> now we're thinking like a six, seven, maybe scored an eight. That'd be great. We make a can prequel. You, can you imagine, though, if a prequel the end, like, putting it just paying away there. to somebody... Like sitting at a desk and they're like, perfect. They took the bait. <laughs> what? No, what it's, it's, it's the prequel movie that we make where it ends with us putting a submarine on the bottom of the ocean and mm. then it goes directly into Assault on a Queen. I love it. That's the movie we're making. But we're going to rescore it. Yeah, yeah. It's called Prequel to, an assault, to Assault on a Queen. That's unfortunate. Yeah. 
<clears throat> All right. So this is not the only major, major motion picture. I don't know if you know this, but it's not the only major motion picture to prominently feature a cruise ship. So what other actors from some of these other films would have done well here. What about Leo DiCaprio from t- Titanic? Uh, I Titanic. thought you were going to do just all Poseidon like remakes. Nope, not going to do it. <laughs> That's not what this I time. Thought too. Leo DiCaprio, he'd probably be a Vic character, and I think you he'd think do he'd be a Vic? hell of a. No I way. think he'd do Vic, and I think he'd be way better at. It. I, I think you're saying no way because Vic sucked. Right. But Leo could be make a good Vic. You think he? But Vic's kind of like the bad guy. Yeah. Leo's you think Leo? the bad guy. Yeah, wasn't I he like he the bad guy in Departed or something like that? No. Django, yeah. Not Departed. I, not in Departed. Blasphemy. Oh. <laughs> Django, though, he was. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yes, he was quite the bad guy in that. Uh, what about Kurt Russell from Poseidon? Oh, obviously Kurt's in this. And Kurt would be, oh, he'd be Frank Sinatra. Yeah. With the butt, he'd have his long flowing locks. Yeah, we need to talk yeah. about perhaps an eye patch. We need it like from Escape from L.A. <laughs> yeah, um, we need to be pirates. Yes, perfect. <laughs> like, I've been waiting for this. Uh, and then, what about Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau? They were in a film called Out to Sea. If anyone remembers that comedy, Jim. Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau, grumpy old men so, themselves. Put them in there, man. It would fit the Just music, anywhere? I tell you that. They'll be the skeletal remains on the submarine? Ew. Uh, what about Sandra Bullock from Speed 2? Cruise control. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who, who's she playing, though? It's a joke, because there's only one female character. Exactly. It, it makes the most sense for her to play that character. Uh, what about Cuba Gooden Jr.? Boat, boat trip. I don't remembers that film. Couldn't we just say the same logic? You, mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh. Do you, you guys know. You, you guys remember boat trip? I think I remember I the, the screen, like the the cover for it. Isn't he like shrugging his shoulders on it? Maybe, yeah. But it's about it's one of the craziest films ever in retrospect, just because it's about him and Horatio Sands inadvertently ending up on a gay cruise, yeah, and then pretending to be gay, but then also being in love with one of the employees and stuff. And oh, I didn't know that. He, they were always pan. They were super panicked about being on this gay cruise ship, which just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't age super well for nowadays. <laughs> Sounds horrible. <laughs> so what Everyone's about Ed Harris for Christmas? <laughs> so Ed Harris was actually four K. <laughs> so Ed Harris, he was in a he was in actually in the sequel, Boat Trip Two, Rough uh, uh, Rough Seas, um, a sequel to the Boat Trip. Uh, in this case, Ed Harris, he's hurting after a brutal divorce, right? So he decides to go on a swingle, swinging singles boat trip, a boat cruise, but is shocked to find that everyone on board the cruise are dogs. So that's the name, Boat Trip Two, Rough Seas, right? Rough, get it? Oh, uh, so, okay, good, very good. So oh. uh, he of course pretends to be a dog for the entire trip, while also wooing the beautiful captain of the boat who thinks he's her best friend, but he wants to be more, right? Uh, ironically, the film ends with him being turned into a dog by a wizard once he gets off the boat, right? But fortunately, the <laughs> captain is also turned into a dog, but confusingly <laughs> by a different wizard. <laughs> and then in the post credit scenes, we get explicit dog sex. So what do you what do you think Harris? What about Ed Harris? I'd see that not, movie in a heartbeat. I would do. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh, sorry, 
Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ed Harris is in it. Sure. Yeah, so I guess he'd be the German, he'd be the German guy. <laughs> he'd be the German guy. Oh, All right, so Phantom you know Zone. He, you know what he says when he goes to get the dogs? What? Let's punish these dweebs. Nice, very good. It's topical. You should be the ointment. Um, all right, so Phantom Zone. Engage the Phantom. Phantom's engaged, sir. The, <laughs> the easiest path is to jump from uh, German friend Alf Jelen uh, straight to Ice Station Zebra. He played the Russian colonel. I believe he's the one who shows up at the end being like, give me this something. Uh, whatever, at an ice station cheaper. Uh, I really wanted to go through Frank Sinatra, um, but and he is listed in another film that is that says it has a, a submarine, according to IMDb. It's called The Road to Hong Kong, which sounds incredibly off-color. I'm not sure exactly what it's about, but uh, I could not confirm for the life of me that there was actually a submarine in it. There is like an underwater base in the film, but there is no indication that there's definitely submarines that go to and from that underwater base. So I could not do that way. So I had to go to ice station Zebra instead. Very boring, but that's it. So I'll have to do it. Well, it works, man. Yeah. And it does. All righty. It's, it's sub sub world world wide. So this movie took place in the Caribbean. And so I thought, man, you know, what can we do? Like there's, We've done a lot of German U-boats and that type of stuff. I wanted to do something a little bit different. Started reading up on some of the battles in the Caribbean, and it turns out the Italians were also sending submarines over there. And so then I started looking at some World War II Italian submarines, and I thought, ooh, this is a little slick. We have the Marconi-class submarine, and it's... I tried to write some rhymes, and they went... The macaroni? You say the macaroni class? No, it's Marconi. That's no jabroni. Hmm. (laughs) Jabronis! Yeah. (laughs) The jabronis are coming. Oh, no! Hey, cool Um, man. (laughs) There were six of these submarines built for the Royal Italian Navy. Uh, For the specs, they are 251 feet long, have a beam of 22 feet, 4 inches. They are diesel electrics. On the surface, they can go 20.5 miles per hour, which is also 17.8 knots. Submerged 9.4 miles an hour, which is 8.2 knots. They have a range cruising along at 17 knots of 2,900 nautical miles. If they scale it back to 8 knots, they can go 10,500 nautical miles. So really increases their distance. While submerged... They're putting along at eight knots. They can only go eight nautical miles. But if they go three, they can go 110 nautical miles. They can go down to a depth of 300 feet, hold 57 people. They have eight 21-inch torpedo tubes, four in the front, four in the back, a four-inch deck gun, four machine guns. Okay, got all that stuff out of the way. So there's a very famous sub from this class. The Leonardo da Vinci. Ooh. Yes. And this was actually the top scoring, quotes around that, non-German sub in the entire war. So I found all this stuff on Wikipedia, um, and I was it's pretty interesting. 
So on its first two patrols, nothing really happened. Third patrol, it sank a ship. Then it went on to Operation Newland, sank two ships. After it did that, it went on another patrol, and it sank four ships. So it's doing a lot. Then they said, you know what? This is not doing enough. Why don't we go ahead and modify this so it can carry a midget submarine? Like, awesome. We love those. Uh, So it could carry the CA-class midget submarine. And the plan for this was originally they were going to send the sub into the mouth of the Hudson River and basically set all kinds of mines and detonate them in New York Harbor and cause a lot of uh, problems. So the divers would get in the midget sub, go to where they're going, and set all the explosives, get back in or sneak back into the harbor from the meet up with their sub and get out of there. So it was modified, and then after it was modified, it did not have the midget sub on it, but it sank four more on its next patrol. And then on its last patrol, it sank six ships. So in total, this thing sank 17 ships, wow. 120,243 GRT, which stands for Gross Recognized Tonnage. And one of these, it reminded me of the movie that we watched here, actually. One of the ships that it sunk was the a Canadian ocean liner, the RMS Empress of Canada. And this ocean liner cost Canada $6.8 million. And... It's kind of weird because at the time that it was sunk, it was mainly carrying Italian prisoners of war. Mind you, this is an Italian sub. And then Polish and Greek refugees. They said most of the people who died were the prisoners of war, so not the greatest move on their part. Um, But eventually it was sunk on May 23rd, 1943, and there are no known survivors from it. Sad. And that's it, man. That's the Leonardo da Vinci sub. So they sunk a lot of boats. A lot. That's what it says, man. You know, it's the the top one outside of the German fleet. But including the American fleet. Yeah. It says in the entire war, from what it said, the top scoring in the entire war outside of U-boats. That's what so I'm talking I'm gonna about. have to find out what the heck those U-boats are all about, how many, uh, what the top scoring one total is, how many that took down. Because 17 ships is a lot. It's a good KD ratio. <sighs> it really is. If I was playing COD, I'd be feeling pretty good. All right. That's all I've got. All right. Tube three ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Give it to me. Alrighty. We've got a quick little countdown for you this week. So with uh, the film here that we watched, Assault on a Queen, we witnessed some very unsuccessful, uh, underwhelming pirates. So what about top four 
most successful pirates of all time list. Oh. How's that sound? Ooh. Ooh. Dude, so Will it, Turner had better be on that list. Bootstrap Bill Turner. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do, man. Um, there is a. I, actually, I, I'd have to double check. I'm I'm 90 percent sure. One of the shittier uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies referenced, uh, maybe directly, even one of the characters on the list here. What about uh, <laughs> what was the pirate in Goonies? One Eyed Willie is he on there? One Eyed Willie is not on the list. Oh, okay. Again, we're looking at successful pirates as most pirates are going to be probably tragic characters or just all around evil people that uh, die a nasty and uh, gruesome death. But there were some that had some uh, great success, uh, long-term sustained success, and some were even able to retire. So number four are the Barbarossa brothers, Aruge and Hizir who were based out of North Africa's Barbary Coast. You hear Barbarossa Brothers and hear Barbary Coast, you think, oh, it's Barbary Coast named after the Bar- Barbarossa Brothers. Not the case. No, it's actually named after the, the Berber people. Uh, hmm. But the Barbarossa Brothers uh, dominated the Barbary Coast for a long uh, period of time. These red-bearded brothers harassed European and papal ships for years before they were given charge of the Ottoman fleet and became two of the most influential men in the region. The Pope created what was called the Holy Fleet, specifically tasked with destroying the Barbarossa brothers. Aruj was slain in 1518, but his ear fought tooth and nail for another 26 years before joining his brother beneath the waves. So a little too early for, for Rambo to be dreaming about fighting them in the 1500s. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> Number three, this is one I, I'd have to go back and double check. I'm pretty sure I saw the Pirates of the Caribbean movie that had sort of the the, the characters from the Orient or whatever, the whole uh, Chinese sea um, story. But Madame Chang, who took over her husband's pirate fleet in the early 1800s and expanded it to 1,800 ships and 70,000 men. Chang. <laughs> God, that's crazy. Yeah, absolutely nuts. Chang's pirate confederation dominated the South Chinese Sea, and they even managed to kidnap British sailors on occasion. She retired from piracy, instead pivoting into opium smuggling until her natural death. 70,000, Ben? She had 70,000 men and 1,800 ships in her charge. And what? when was that? What point in uh, history? Early, early 1800s. That is insane. It is. When does it? What? What even makes it a uh, her a pirate? At a certain point, isn't she just like a government? Or like, like a, a commodore company. or something? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she just owns a bunch of CD CD men and ships and sends them out and robs from uh, legitimate businessmen and uh, shipping lanes. Number two is Sir Francis Drake. Who was oh, a mercenary for Queen Elizabeth I. You know this one, Zach? Yeah. Yep. He was charged with raiding Spanish shipping lines. His most famous voyage began in 1577 when he became the first English captain to circumnavigate the globe. During this trip, he raided various Spanish ports and captured a treasure-laden Spanish vessel. Upon his return, he was knighted by Queen Elizabeth and eight years later helped to defeat the Spanish Armada. So one of the uh, more benevolent uh, pirates, probably, although... I want to say 
Greg always told me he was related to him somehow. Do you remember that, Kyle? <laughs> no, but... I might be crazy. We need to figure that out. <laughs> Greg might be crazy. He could be. <laughs> Number one, I know everybody's going to know this one. Captain Henry Morgan. Ah. Take the Henry out, and we have the namesake of the best-selling spiced rum. Was a buccaneer infamous for his ruthless land raids. Using human shields consisting of priests and women, Captain Morgan terrorized Caribbean coastal towns. He managed to retire from piracy, though, to become the governor of Jamaica in 1678 and even passed anti-piracy legislation during his tenure. <laughs> what? That's, he kind of did a 180 there, it sounds like. He sure, yeah. he sure did. <laughs> he became, he became uh, the governor and was like, oh, shit, this piracy stuff is uh, <laughs> Oh, my God, bad. what I was doing was bad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus, I really yeah. shouldn't have been doing that. That was pretty screwed up back there, guys. We're using <laughs> priests and women as shields. <laughs> but man, that, we had some good rum, right? <laughs> there you go. Namesake of Captain Morgan. And those are my top four most successful pirates of all time. Wow. I, I learned like a lot today. I loved it. Yeah, number five is One-Eyed Willie. One-Eyed Willie? Yeah, he had a lot of treasure. He just lived in a cave. And hey clearly died there. You guys, wait, that's not. What else? Was that's there a sloth? Oh, yeah. There's a pirate. Like, would you say that Han Solo is a pirate? Uh, he's a no. smuggler. Morris, he's a yeah, smuggler. He's a smuggler. So that's different than a pirate. Yeah, he's not stealing. Yeah. He's transporting. I'm just trying to think if there's like some character that we know that are. Um, like, yeah, I guess most people are smugglers. Most of the time, it's smugglers because you can make smugglers. And be these good are guys, nonfiction right? too. So Robin Hood. Right. Very good. Brahman has a pirate. Where was he, Brahm? Uh, wasn't on the list. Uh, do we call? Do we call completely land-based? Uh, oh, yeah. who says like he's land-based? Not according I, to my screenplay. I just wrote. <laughs> All right, oh, Captain Hook. Very that's nice. The, that's the best captain. He wasn't or, very successful, though. He was not very successful. He, or, he kept on getting ki- beat by the kid. What about Robin Williams? Oh, Captain, my captain. Good call. What about Abraham Lincoln? Oh, Captain, my captain. There we go. All right. How about, about them sweet, succulent Zach facts? <laughs> Cue it. Tim Curry. <laughs> Zach facts. It's Zach facts. When you're going down, get some Zach facts. When you're going down. Got the uh, actual Zach facts theme song back this week. Thank God. We needed it. <laughs> <laughs> You're sick of doing it all, you know, live action? Yeah, I don't get paid for that, you know, so it's just doing everybody a favor the last few weeks. But let's get into it. I've only got two facts for you this week. Oh, jeez. I know. I know what you're saying. We need more Zach facts. Well, don't worry, because next Zach facts, there's going to be 35. I'm going to hold you to that. And that's a fact. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was the first Zach fact. And I only have one left. <laughs> if you count that as a Zach fact, there are three this week. All right. Oh, there there we is. go. There it is. All right. So um, fact number one, you know, it's uh, popular in the film industry nowadays to kind of do a reimagining. Am I right? So yep. there is a reimagining of this film happening and it's featuring an all female cast. And it's titled. As as one is wont to do. And it's titled. 
Assault the King. The the Emancipation of Women. (laughs) Okay. Tell me more. (laughs) No further details have been released. Oh, wow. Okay. It's just been announced. Yes. I'll let you know when they start doing casting. But I can guarantee you Melissa McCarthy is in it. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Fact number two or three. Who knows? As with most of our films, don't worry, folks, there is a porn parody to Assault on a Queen. And the title of that film <laughs> is called It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> called <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's not even that funny. Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay. As with most of our films, don't worry, folks, there is a porn parody for Assault on a Queen. And this movie was titled Asphalting Over a Queen. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> asphalting Over a Queen is asphalting a sexual innuendo I didn't know about. ASS dash fault. You have to wash it. No, as vaulting over as vaulting. As vaulting. Yes. Gotcha. I totally understand it now. As vaulting. I'm going to have to look that up later. Please do. The cover art will blow your minds. Thanks for listening to Submersion. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating on iTunes. 